Oh. Hello. I didn't hear you come in. You must be here to investigate this crap noir hubbub. I myself haven't yet decided if it's a terribly ridiculous or ridiculously terrible tale. I'm not sure what I expected of a story centered on a delusional 20-something chicken chaser, but this certainly wasn't it. Well, give it a listen and see for yourself, won't you? It was a quiet night at the big steam, quietest I'd seen in a while. All but a couple of Joes had up and left, and I could see sleep tearing out their eyes like my cat Bootsy sliding down new drapes. <sighs> ah, Bootsy. She always thinks she can catch the moths at the window, but forgets she and they possess one major difference. The ability to fly. <laughs> ah, such is life. Funny. I, too, am always chasing after my own moths. You'd think with a master's degree in detective literature, my phone would be buzzing off the hook. Well, folks, no dice. So, here I am, sitting at a side table with a now-empty cup of jitter juice, wondering what makes me too intimidating to receive a call back. You'd think I'd be almost overqualified for the type of entry-level fuzz jobs they post on Craigslist. Not to be confused with the fuzzy entry jobs, which <clears throat> I discovered is a... Whole different line of work. Hey, Ben. It was Jim Jam, arguably the most mediocre barista at the Big Steam. Or is it Baristo? Broristro? Baristro? Listen, Ben. I hate to interrupt what is probably a sad internal monologue about your life again, but it's almost nine. We're closing. And between you and me, I don't think you're going to find anything out that window that you haven't found over the last six and a half hours. Yeah, yeah. Jim Jam was right. There was nothing outside but rain, heartache, and dry suburbia. It was a rough time sitting here watching it all go by, but there was no other way to convince my mother that I was actually employed. Thankfully, I knew if I walked home slowly enough, I'd hit the seven-hour mark she expected from a career woman with an advanced degree in literature. Hey, Jim Jam? Yeah? Take care of yourself. And when I come back tomorrow, make sure you're using double filters so I don't get stuck with this gritty crap again, all right? We don't filter hot chocolate. Well, then you should start. Maybe the tip your lazy dramatic. Outside, the rain fell like the tears of the world at the end of Mr. Fred Rogers and that gorgeous red sweater. And again, after the release of the trailer for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. As if Tom Hanks could get any more iconic. Is there anything that man can't do? God, I gotta get tickets to that. Boy, when he talked about using a piano to cope with feelings, and then those kids started singing to him on the subway, I lost it. Lost it like the lost chicken in front of me. Wait, what? I had sulked through the rain far enough to expose a lost sign on a nearby telephone pole. Beneath the aggressively red lettering, a brown chicken with corn-colored feet stared back at me, like I was nothing more than a bag full of grainy pecking seed. She was a handsome chicken, the kind you would use as the face of your farm-fresh subscription box startup service. No one in their right mind would question the quality of this chick's beautiful eggs. Children would come from all around to pet her soft but weathered feathers, then retire home to enjoy a hot sunny side up, not thinking of the mother's working class life, but only her cheery chicken demeanor. What a shame a chicken like this had gone missing, and yet, what a win for Beth! Though the reward listed was a measly hundred dollars, this was police force level building material. 
If I was going to become anything like that dude in Castle, I needed to start somewhere. Headlights and a car horn from behind me broke my ecstasy. I turned to face a copper-colored 1999 Range Rover. There was only one person I knew who still drove that alliterative piece of garbage. Harris Hasselback. A real, regular jackwagon, the kind of guy who peaks in high school, silky smooth in every way, until the real world yanks back his hairline and starts patting his waist. And yet... No. There was no way I'd waste my time on that pile of wet towels again, that lousy piece of... Hey! Hey, Beth! Bethy! What's a fine lady like you doing out in the rain like this? Maybe if I ignored him, like my student loans coming out of deferment, I wouldn't have to deal with him. Beth! Hello! You hearing me or what? Or I'd just end up stuck in my mother's house for all eternity, crazy, poor, and alone. Wow, I don't get no hello from you? What do you want, Harris? Just saw you out here in the rain is all. Thought a girl like you deserved to be sitting in a warm car instead of trudging through this mess. Ugh, Christ. Let me give you a ride home. You'll catch a cold, or Triple H, or even Sniffless or something. He thought he still knew how to get to me. Ha! It's nice and toasty in here. Plenty of room. I got seat warms. There was no way I'd give in to that male minx and his tricks again. You want chili fries? I got extra. Ugh, it smells like axe in here. Nice, yeah? You like? Give me the fries and shut up. Wow. You gonna drive or what? Name the place, Tushy Lips. Ugh. Listen, Harris, you better get me home before these fries are gone or you'll go down in literary history as another Polonius. <laughs> that, that sounds adorable. So how's, uh... uh... No, 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 no. What? We're not friends, Harris. I'm over you in your grand boy ways. <laughs> there you go, making up words again. Cute. All of those shots of you in baseball caps aren't fooling anyone. Uh, it's... It's a sponsorship. Why would you suddenly be sponsored by Nike? Well, my Frisbee game has really improved, and... Can't jam counts for nothing. You clearly don't remember my own. And stop DMing my cousin, Lainey. It's not cute. She has a girlfriend. <laughs> girlfriend, you say? You're disgusting. Pull over. <sighs> Beth? What, Harris? I'm sorry if I, uh, I, I offended you or something. It makes me feel terrible. You're important to me, you know? I couldn't live with myself if, uh... If we couldn't be friends anymore. That's you... really how you feel? Yeah? Well then, get better fries next time. Everyone knows Hardy sucks. The bitterness outside was nothing compared to the bitterness left in my mouth from my conversation with Harris. Or maybe it was from those greasy second-rate fries. Thankfully, it wasn't much more than another minute walk before I was in the kitchen guzzling down a tall glass of 2%. <sighs> Beth, I thought I heard you come in. Hey, Ma. How was work today? Were people nice to you? Yes, Ma. It was fine. How was that, uh, crotchety co-worker? Oh, what's his name? Uh, Jim Jam? Uh, uh... Is he still upset about you getting that robbery case over him? Oh, the, uh, uh, the, the, the robbery case. Y yes, the, the one with the stolen Colombian coffee beans? Uh, you know, actually, I decided to give him that case. Oh? A new development actually came up. Ooh! I'm going to help investigate a lost chicken instead. A lost chicken? Uh, I mean, uh, kitchen. A lost kitchen? Specifically a fridge. Oh, that makes sense. 
Uh, yeah, somebody stole a fridge and it was full of, uh... Full of? Oh, goodness, what? Drugs full of drugs. No, no! <laughs> yep, some sick people out there, I tell ya. Oh, dearie me. Not to worry, though. Beth's on the case. Better rest up for tomorrow. Sweetie, it's hardly 7 o'clock. Uh, the, dr- the drugs, Mom. Oh, uh, right, right. Uh, sweet, sleep well, honey. Thanks, Mom. Gonna be busy tomorrow trying to track down that chicken. Uh, <clears throat> kitchen. Kitchen, it's a kitchen. Fridge. Good night. As I ascended the stairs, I couldn't help but think that tomorrow might be the day. The day I finally put my practical studies to good use. The excitement I felt could only be summed up in a very personal journal entry, written in a notebook that most definitely would not be labeled with a quote along the lines of dream it, wish it, do it. Unless, of course, someone's very positive mother bought said notebook to cheer her on. (sighs) One day I wouldn't have to lie to my mother, at least not about my job. Here's hoping that day would arrive as fast as my crippling anxiety at the dentist's office. Until then, I had Bootsy, my books, and several episodes of Castle to tide me over. They are still making that show, right? Well, that was a story. Let's hope it all works out for Beth's sake, though I have a feeling it may not. It appears we will have to wait until the next chapter to find out. Until then, life's already crappy, so why not listen to us? Hey, it's Beth, and I'm back because they told me I had to read the credits before I leave. So, uh, Crap Noir is written and produced by Molly McKenna. Editing is by Molly and also Maddie J. Original music composed and performed by Maddie J. Wow, this guy thinks he's talented or something? Like, original sound effects are by Molly. Jeez, what? Wow, tons of talent in this cast. Our narrator is voiced by N. Steven Schreiber. What, this this guy thinks he's, he's M. Night Shyamalan or something? Beth is voiced, oh, that's me, by Molly. Uh, Jim Jam is voiced by Keenan the Clam Chowder. Don't know if I'd want to order that soup personally. Harris Hasselback is voiced by Maddie J. There he is again, this guy won't go away. And Beth Ma is voiced by Jack the Snackwoods. Wow, that was a dude. He was so convincing. <laughs>